Hey there, welcome to Social Media Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Knifey Burks, your social media strategist and your Tampa Bay area realtor. Today's episode is going to be all about how to know exactly what your client wants. Before we even get into that, I am I had an amazing weekend, birthday weekend at the Essence Festival this weekend, and I want to tell you a few things that I learned from that. Even though I was there to party, I was there to have fun, I was there to celebrate my birthday, you know, this this little brain of mine is always trying to learn something new, trying to get new ideas, um, and always trying to move forward with my business. But I, I did learn a little bit from Michelle Obama. Besides her being funny, it was it was a little different because, of course, you know, when they were in office, there were certain things that she couldn't couldn't say. Um, there was certain ways that she had to say things, but Michelle Obama threw a lot of shade <laughs> at the Essence Festival this um, weekend. I, she was up on Saturday, so yeah, she threw a lot of shade, and it was it was kind of funny, but. What I learned from her is to be authentic. And you know, it's kind of weird. I always tell people, be authentic, be yourself on social media. Um, I'm always telling myself, but for some reason, in that moment when Michelle Obama said it, it was like it kind of clicked. A light bulb went off. Have you ever been in one of those situations where you you've always known something and you hear it from one specific person and it's like you feel it in your gut that this is what you're supposed to be doing, even, even though you've already known it forever. That's exactly how I felt when I heard Michelle Obama talking on Saturday. I literally felt like, Knifey, it's time for you to be authentic. It's time for you to step up a little bit more and be more of yourself. So, yeah, of course, I love, love, love Michelle Obama, but I am so thankful for that, that actually that one very moment of her saying um, the things that she said, her actually being yourself and her being in a space where she didn't have to like stifle her words or say specific things. She was able to say what she wanted and I can't say some of the things she said, but <laughs> it was hilarious. It was eye-opening and it was fun. But another thing I learned um, there is from all of the performers, there were some awesome performers there. Mary J. Blige, Pharrell, um, the Brad, Dougie Fresh, uh, Missy Elliott, Teddy Riley. Um, there was so many people there. And the one thing that I learned that it's time for me to step up a little bit more. It's time for me to do a little bit more, my not a little bit more, but a lot more in my business because um, for them with their business, they've worked so hard to get where they are. Um, they take every moment seriously and they, they dedicate themselves to their performance for, they dedicate themselves to the, the practice and preparing for the performance and preparing for that one moment when they're going to get up on the stage and, and entertain us and share the songs that we all know and love. So yeah, preparation is key. Dedication is key. But I know for me, for myself, just from being there, even though I love the music, I enjoy the music, 
um, up dancing and, and no, I wasn't pop locking, <laughs> but I was dancing. I was loving it. And I literally had so many eye opening moments um, there, even walking around and looking at all of the vendors. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, Nifey, why are you not there as a vendor? Why are you not um, in a place where you have um, items that you can sell for social media lifestyle or items that you can sell. I have another business, the entrepreneur closet. Why are you not there? Um, and this is because I've never thought about these things before, but the, those moments walking through those concerts or walking into those concerts and walking through that convention center was an eye opener. And I'm going to prepare myself for, um, I'm not going to say, um, next year or even two years from now, but five years from now, three to five years from now, I want to be one of those vendors at that um, convention center. So preparation and dedication is key. So enough of me talking your head off about the Essence Festival and how much fun I had, but let's jump into the episode. Before we jump into the episode, I'm going to share with you today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is my friend um, and a travel agent, and she's also an event planner, Tanya Bennett. When it comes to travel and event planning, it's all about the experience, right? So if your goal is to plan an amazing event, a wedding, a family reunion, a romance with your honey, um, or a spa day with your girls, I want you to reach out and connect with Tanya. She also specializes in group travel events for families and girls weekend getaways. Now, I know because I follow Tanya on Facebook and I've seen her trips to Jamaica. I've seen her trips uh, that she, uh, her work, her weekend getaways and they look like so much fun. So definitely reach out to Tanya. Um, I am going to share all of her information in the show notes. Just click follow her on Facebook, check out her website and reach out to her for your event planning and your traveling. So let's jump right in. So how to know exactly what your client wants. I'm going to save the big one for later. There's one thing that I that I always do. Um, I've been doing it for the past seven years, but that's that's kind of a big one. And it's a little bit more detail to it. Um, so I'm going to save that one for for last. Um, but the first one is super simple. It's just to ask questions. Asking questions on social media is the easiest thing to do. Um, as a realtor, I, I get questions from my client and it's, for, of course, for me as a realtor, it's super easy for me to answer those questions. Um, but when I get those questions from my clients, I realize, well, this is something that a lot of other people may not know. So I'll go on Facebook and I'll, I'll post the, the question in Facebook, just ask that question get those answers, um, see what other questions people have and create your content from that. And it can be a simple question like, um, what is the down payment assistance in your area? Or how, what's the credit score to get approved? Or how is the process to get pre-approved? Simple questions like that. Um, you can go in and drop the, the questions in Facebook 
Drop the questions in Instagram. Drop the questions in your Insta stories. Drop the questions on LinkedIn. Wherever you are, drop those questions. Find out what what, what issues your clients have from you asking these questions. Um, you may want to ask, um, like, for example, I ask questions such as, in your next home, um, what's the one thing that you want? And I asked this question, I believe like last week, Wednesday or Thursday, I have a ton of responses. And to be honest with you, normally what I do is go back and I respond to each and every question so that I can keep that thread going to keep it um, popping up to the top um, because of the algorithm with Facebook. Um but this happened right before I was, I posted this question, I think like the day before, the night before I was getting on the road to go to New Orleans. And um, people are still answering that question. It's Tuesday. So I have to go in today. I'm definitely going to respond to each and every one. And then I'm going to take their responses and turn that those responses into content. I'm going to turn them into new posts. I'm going to turn them into videos for real estate uh, for my YouTube channel. I'm going to turn them into um, Insta stories, quick stories, if I can give quick tips and, and things like that. And then when I go and I show these homes or when I go and I um, view preview model homes, I'll point things out and then they're going to be based on the responses that I've received from that particular question or any other question that I had. So, and then I'll share them on my social media profile. And it's awesome because I know exactly what they want because they've said it, they've answered it. They've answered the question um, that I posted on Facebook. So another thing that you can do is create a poll and a lot of times, and you know what, I, I honestly, in the beginning, I used to do this a lot. I don't do it often because if, just say, for example, if you have five, um, five answers to your poll question, it's like people don't scroll down um, to look at the other or the additional ones. They just look at the first few that they see because, of course, we're scrolling through Facebook quickly. Um so we always just look at the first three and we click one. And normally, I don't know if it's a mind thing, but you look at we we look at what other people have responded to and we click that. Even though it may not be the perfect answer for us, we see what other people are doing. So for me, polls are not a big option for me. Um, they are sometimes I do them um, every once in a while, but look into it for your business. If you, if you're offering this, oh, so here's one thing that I did for, with a poll and it, it worked pretty well. Um, I was trying to think of a new name for my real estate website and I had, um, the burksgroup.com and I had two other choices. I can't remember what those were, but, um, that really worked for me because everyone loved the Burks group. It, it, and it was, it was kind of confirmation for me because that was my favorite too. I didn't say anything about which one was my favorite in the, in the actual post, um, but everyone chose the Burks group. And I only had three choices, so they didn't have to scroll down. They didn't have to look at any other options. 
Um, but about 98% of people chose the Burks group. So I definitely, I would use polls, um, and just make, but just make sure that if you are using polls, use other options as well, because a poll may not be totally, um, totally accurate because people may be clicking on what they see other people clicking on, or people may be um, not scrolling down and seeing the other options. If you're doing a poll, I do su highly suggest only doing three options because I, th I believe with Facebook, the last time I used it, you know, they always change everything, but I believe with Facebook, only the first three will show. If you're doing it on your personal profile, um, I think they only give two options and I, if, and that's if they still offer polls on your personal profile, because I don't think it was working out all that great because they only had two options. Um, so check that out for your business. The next thing that I always, always, always do is go live for, with Q and a sessions. So I go live, I, I schedule it. Well, in most cases, I'm in my, one of my Facebook groups. Um, for Q and A, I don't go live on my personal profile and I don't even go live on my page. I always go live in my Facebook group, um, because it's more controlled. You never know what you're going to get if you're going live on your personal profile, especially with your family and your friends on there. Um, even with your group, you're going to get a more controlled environment because they're in your group for a specific reason. And this is if you have a Facebook group. Um, but one thing I always do is go live in the Facebook group. Well, I haven't done it recently, of course, because I'm, I have a lot going on. <laughs> but um, what my goal is, is to go live at least a couple of times a month with just a general Q&A, um, just to open up the doors and answer any questions that the ladies have in social media lifestyle. So um, I go live. I just let everybody know in advance. Hey, I'm going live on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to answer all of your social media questions. I'll do a post and I'll also create an event. And I'll go live and the, the ladies that come on, um, they drop their questions in the comments and um, even if they join after the live, they drop their questions and I always respond to them pretty quickly. But those questions that that are dropped in the comments, I know that's the content that I need to create coming up. Um, I know that I need to create a quick post or a quick video or a or if it's a, a question that a lot of ladies have, I'll create a training on it. So go live. If you're scared to go live and you can, with Facebook, you can actually go live and share your screen for the entire time. So for those days where I'm, I, I need to go live and I don't feel like brushing my hair or putting on my face, <laughs> putting on any makeup, I'll go live and just share my screen. I'll do like a quick image in Canva and keep that up the entire time. Or 
um, I will have my laptop open. I'll go live on a certain page. And then when people ask questions, I'll kind of walk them through it. So with Facebook, you can't unless you I believe you have to have um, Zoom to connect it to Facebook in order to show your face and to show your screen at the same time. And that option, I think, is like about $50, $49, $50 a month. I have the basic option, which is $14.99 a month. Um, so I don't connect my Facebook to Zoom. What I do is just go live directly in Facebook, um, select the screen sharing option, and I just share my screen the entire time. So they just hear my voice and they see my screen. And I kind of go through and, sh and share different things with, with them when they, those questions are asked. And those are normally about maybe 30 to 45 minutes if there's not a lot of people on. It may even last like 20 minutes. But even in that 20 minutes, you can get a lot of questions and a, a lot of ideas from your your um, the people that have joined to create additional content. So knowing what your client wants is super easy. You just have to um, just ask. But another thing, here's another thing, and this is something that I've used a couple of times in the past, Quora and Reddit. So Quora is Q-U-O-R-A.com. And then Reddit is R-E-D-D-I-T. You get on there, um, and in most cases, you don't even have to ask the questions. You get on there, and you look for what people are asking. You can either respond to them or create your own content from that. You can create, a, if you're awesome at blogging and you love blogging, go ahead and create a, a blog about that. If you're vlogging, you love that, that video blog, then go ahead and do that. If you just want to create a regular video for for YouTube, do that, go live, do that, but go and, and search based on what your, your niche is. So if you're in the health and beauty industry, just enter, type in health and beauty, search for those questions and create content from there. If you are in um, real estate, go ahead and search real estate and create content from there. If you are, um, in, let's see, travel, go ahead and type in travel, create content from there um, based on the questions that you see that have popped up. So that's that's a super easy way. You don't even have to post a question and wait on the responses. They're already there because a ton of people are already asking those questions. And here is the final thing. This is my favorite thing. Now, I've created an, enti an entire booklet on this, so I'm going to um, add that link in the comments so you can download the book, um, but it is my ideal client interviews, and um, when I say my ideal client interviews, this is basically an interview that I do, and I use the 10, 10, and 10 method, so I jump on a call with 10 ladies each on different calls. So I'll jump on a call with 10 ladies. I'll ask them 10 questions in 10 minutes. And these are specific questions. I'm asking all of the ladies the exact same question, but I'm getting their answers so I can turn that into content. So I can turn that into um, my future live streams or my future digital products or 
um, the future items that are things that I can add into my into my membership. So ideal client interviews are something that I've been doing for about seven years now. And I originally started doing this with real estate because I wanted to know exactly what my ideal client or the ideal future client wanted in the real estate. Um, and what I did was interview at that time, I believe I only did about five. I interviewed five um, of my past clients. Well, they weren't all my past clients, five people that had already bought a home. A couple of them were my clients. And I asked them basically, what's the one thing you wish would have happened during your process of purchasing a home to make the process smoother? Um, I asked them, there were several other questions, but that helped me to clearly see and to know and to understand what my ideal client wanted. Um, it helped me to create content for my my social media. At that time, I believe I was only on Facebook when I first started. So it helped me to create content for Facebook. Um, and then when I started Social Media Lifestyle in 2014, I did a huge thing with the ideal client interview. So what I did was I, my goal was to interview, I believe about, oh, okay. So my goal was to interview 30 people in 30 days. And I was going to use that as content for social media, um, quick um, audio um, bites that I was going to share on social media. In the end, I didn't end up um, using those as audio bites. I used them as um, content, future content. My goal originally was to do 30 interviews in 30 days. I didn't reach that goal. That was a big goal, but I got pretty close. I did 25 interviews in 30 days. That got me so much amazing content that I was able to use over the next year um, for social media lifestyle. I really didn't have to ask any more questions. I didn't have to create any polls. Um, of course, I still went live because uh, of the content that I had from the ideal client interviews. And I was able to consistently share content from those ideal client interviews. And what I do is normally um, I, I would do my ideal client interviews at the beginning of the year um, so that I can kind of map out what people are planning. Um, of course, because at the beginning of the year, everyone has these big goals that they want to achieve for that current year. So why not get them where, where, when it's hot, get them when they're excited about the year, um, get them when they're excited about um, connecting with new people for their business. And it's, it, the ideal client interviews are amazing because you get to speak directly to your ideal client. Sometimes when you post things, you don't get the full story. Um, and I have to be honest with you, some of these ideal client interviews, the conversation was so amazing. We ended up staying on the on the call for like 45 minutes. So, but you can specifically say ahead of time um, that 
I only have 10 minutes for each call. So we're going to have to jump on, answer the questions, and then we'll basically keep it moving. <laughs> but I was able to talk to some amazing ladies, um, some ladies that are, some of you are still in my group. And I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to chat with you for those ideal client interviews. And this was way back in 2014 when I did the 30 um, the 30 day challenge for myself. Since then I've done more, but I, I didn't do the 30 in 30 days. I did, um, about 10 each time. So right now I do the 10, 10 and 10 method. So 10 calls, um, for 10 minutes and 10 women, um, 10 questions. So, that is about it from there from okay so let's let's do a recap so here's the first thing that you do ask questions on social media it's super easy just ask a question think of think of questions that you need answered um, think of things that you can turn into content ask that question on Facebook LinkedIn or Instagram next thing is create a poll Create that poll in your, I, I suggest, um, well, no, I was going to say your Facebook group, but you need everyone's opinion. So create it wherever you can. Even if you can't, can't do the poll option, just type in the three questions on Facebook. And I've done that a few time, times, typed in the question, the three options, type your question, the three options, and then ask people for their response. The next thing is to go live for a Q&A. Make sure you're answering all of the questions, even if it's after the live, go back and reply um, with the questions. Or if you need to do another video, um, this is something that I always do. If I get a question that's not easy for me to answer in a post, I do a quick video, share it in the group and tag that person. Um, that's boosting the engagement in your group and that's teaching um, questions that not only that one person may have, but other ladies in the group or other people in your group may have that same question. So your videos may help other people as well. So that's one thing that I do. The next thing is to go on Quora or Reddit and um, search for the questions based on your niche and create content from that. The final thing is my favorite, which is the ideal client interviews. And that's only because I'm able to connect with you ladies on a more personal level. I'm able to build better relationships with you during our phone conversation. So that's my favorite. From there, what you can do, and, and I know a lot of you may have created your client avatar or your ideal client um, years ago, but think about it this way. Things change. People change. You change. Just think about if you've been in the business for two or three years, think about how much you've changed and how much you've learned over two or three years. You might want to rewrite your ideal client or your ideal avatar um, so that when you are stepping out in front of people or when you're connecting with people on social media, that you have your specific client in mind because the ideal client that you wrote about on that sheet of paper or in that notebook three years ago, I can guarantee you it's totally different now because you've been through some situations where 
you're thinking, okay, um, I don't like working with this type of person, or I'd rather work with this type of person or that type of person um, based on specific situations. So your ideal clients change. So from all of these questions that you're getting responses from, from all of the live streams that you're doing, from your ideal client interviews, I suggest going ahead, going ahead and rewriting your client avatar. The final thing is to save everything. So I spoke about this a little bit in a previous episode, but the reason that I say save everything, um, your recordings, your notes, your screenshots, all in one central place is because eventually your business is going to blow up. And I say this from my heart because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're in a place where you want to be an amazing business owner. You want to be successful. For those of you that are working a nine to five, you probably don't want to work that nine to five forever. Um, some of you are there for, of course, for the income, to make sure those bills are paid, um, to make sure you have those benefits. But you want to make sure you're positioning yourself to be a successful business owner, to position yourself for um, the future when you have to hire your employees, when you have to hire those independent contractors to come and work for you, you already have a guide for them based on everything that you've been saving. From this day forward, I want you to take notes on everything. I want you to save uh, all of the screenshots um, kind of create like a, a manual for your business. You know, I, when you first start a job, in most cases, um, a few of my jobs didn't have manuals. I actually had to create manuals for myself and my team. Um, but some jobs have manuals that they give you when you first start. So you'll know exactly what to do in each situation. So you'll know exactly how to respond to an email. So you'll know exactly if you're in, in, in a business where you have to post on social media. So you'll know the type of style that they have for social media. So you want all of that in one booklet. Um, even if you have to do like screen sharing videos, save all of those in one central place. If you're doing audios, save all of those in one central place so that when you hire your team, you'll have all of that information that you can just hand right over to them. You don't have to worry about, okay, I have to sit down for a week to train this person because you already have everything to give to them. So you can be in a place where you're still doing your job. You're part of the job. You're still doing what it is to continue to move your business forward. And you give your new employee um, all of the recordings so that they can sit there for a couple of hours, listen to those recordings, take notes. You give your employee that, that, that handbook, whether you have it printed or online, Tell them to go through that handbook and look at everything um, to learn your system so that you're not sitting there with them for an entire week um, trying to train them and you're taking away from the business that you're that you're trying to move forward. So take notes, 
record everything, save all of your screenshots. Um, right now, I'm currently using um, Evernote. I've also started using um, OneNote last week, and I'll let you know how that goes in a future episode. But um, I, to me, Evernote is just it's basically all notebooks. Um, but I feel like I am. I, I love to be organized. I love um, color coordination. That's one reason I loved Trello. Um, but for me, my Trello board got a little bit overwhelming because I had notes everywhere. So I'm trying to figure out the best option for me, whether it's Trello, whether it's Evernote or it's OneNote. I'm going to use something to get myself totally organized so that my notes are not all over the place. Um, I'll have them all in one central location. So I'll let you know in a future episode which one I ultimately choose, but make sure you're saving everything. So I hope you had some amazing ideas from this episode. Now, one thing I want you to do is to jump over in the group, Social Media Lifestyle, and share your follow-up questions for today's episode. I'll jump in and either answer your questions I'll, I'll go live and answer your questions or create a quick video for you and share it in a group. Um, so just go on, go on over there and, and share your follow-up questions and I'll get right to answering your questions so that there is no, no gap in knowledge. So you'll be able to take that step forward and create the business that you want. Um, and, and, pull in those amazing clients that you need. So I will talk to you soon. This is episode number four. Episode number five is coming up soon. And that is going to be 10 ways to repurpose your content. So hope to see you there in episode number five. We'll talk about the 10 ways to repurpose your content and you have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.